Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about 360 reviews and the importance of actually receiving that kind of feedback from the staff that work for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with a question from an employee who was encouraged to give her boss a 360 review, but then later found out that the boss never received the feedback. Uh. Yeah. And during the second part of our podcast, we'll discuss how managers can invite and be open to a 360 review. I really like this topic because it can be scary to give your boss a review of any kind, and yet the boss receiving that information can can, uh, gain so much value from it. Mm -hmm. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our question? My boss is chaotic and insecure. She has trouble making decisions, gets overly anxious when dealing with staff, and generally gives our department no direction. We were recently encouraged to give her a 360 review. Four of us took the chance and documented the problems we have with her. The day that her manager was supposed to deliver our feedback, he found a way to avoid telling her anything. What do we do now? It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yes. Do you quit? No. <laughs> it's tempting, right? Well, I mean... You may have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless right. you can live with this manager. So I don't know what's wrong with her mm-hmm. boss, but clearly that's part of the problem mm-hmm. is that your boss isn't being managed by anyone. I just mm-hmm. wonder if the group of you can go to that manager mm. and say, we understand the feedback wasn't given. Is there, you know, we gave it um, with a lot of thought. And, right. you know, because if sometimes there's numbers, there's power in numbers if a bunch of you go. Yeah. But I wouldn't count on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who clearly could not give that feedback is not a strong manager. Right. Yeah. So you have to understand where you're working. Exactly. Right. It's a cultural issue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Especially and, when the person at the top can't deliver bad news. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's, you know, you either can live with that or you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what other other options do you have? If there's an HR department, which I'm I'm assuming there isn't because Mm -hmm. this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Right. It would have been monitored a lot better. This is probably some kind of small organization, and there's a lot of those that do good work, but yet Mm -hmm. uh, don't really have a clue how to manage people. Yeah especially the higher up they are. So, I mean, maybe your boss is very good at what they do, so they don't want to give any kind of negative feedback. Maybe the negative feedback doesn't bother this guy. I, mm. I don't know. Well, you know, or we've woman, seen, I don't know. We've also seen, Kathy, that sometimes when, uh, you know, a higher up believes that a manager is too fragile to mm-hmm. receive tough uh, information that they just avoid giving it all together. Yeah, there could right. be many, many reasons why um, they're not giving the feedback, but that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is. And, you know, as they say, many people don't leave companies, they leave the bad management, they leave their bosses. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you can go and try to get this manager to do something, mm-hmm. or you're just going to live with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Do managers usually know that 
they're under a 360 review when it's happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would imagine they said something. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. like it all looks good. I, I don't know what they said. <laughs> they glossed I, over the, the... Well, it's usually a company right. decision, right? Where they right. say, we're going to do 360 reviews for all the managers and please participate. Right. Like th- right. This person is saying we were encouraged mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. submit our, our feedback. And a right. lot of people don't for just this reason, because right. they feel mm-hmm. like it's no use. Mm-hmm. And in a way, you know, what you would might feel like in this situation is that you've been set up. Sure. Well, I think mm-hmm. a lot of these are setups. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I have this one client where we've really created a whole system on how she answers these questions so yeah. that mm-hmm. it will never get pointed at her. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's the, the fallback. Right. And all the negative is said in sort of a positive. So it's all lies in many, many cases if this is the yeah. way this organization is run. Um, mm. Yeah. So they, I, you know, I find this very depressing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's depressing, but it's probably telling you something that's already been going on yeah. in another way, right? Which is that you're finding out that the leadership is not willing to have tough conversations with the people who are managing people. And so you just have to make a decision whether that's okay with you. Right, because you're not gonna, your opinion isn't as valued yeah. as right. this other person. And it's not really that. It's that they're too weak to get rid of the weakness. So that tells you the culture. That's what they're going for. Right. So it's probably not a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You might want to go and start looking. Just look for a place where you would work for someone who is a little bit more together. Mm. Yeah. Chaotic and insecure. It doesn't sound good. And has trouble <laughs> making decisions. I mean, you know, you can do all you want to manage this person and you'll end up doing their job and yeah. you're still not going to get recognized for it. Right. No, it's it's a really it's like a chronically frustrating situation to be in. Yeah. Right. I mean, the other thing is I might try to talk to this person. The I mean, this it takes a lot of finesse mm. and and just say, I don't know, just just start talking about um the manager that was supposed to deliver it or your no, actual boss. The, the actual to boss. I don't know. Boss. I don't know what your relationship is like, but maybe you could suggest that. Say, you know, I've really gotten a lot out of my, you know, executive coach or my therapist, and you mm-hmm. might want that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or start pulling away. Like, don't right. don't do so much for this person, and let them let it be obvious right. that they're failing at their job. Like, if you in fact are doing their job, stop. Yeah, mm. and. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. That very often, what happens if, and this person sounds like a competent person who's probably an unofficial leader within her department, right? Mm-hmm. That those are the individuals who end up taking on responsibility for the boss mm-hmm. and right. kind of managing them and helping them prioritize their work and taking on responsibility. So that's a really good point that you could just pull back and stop doing their job right? and then let the chips fall as they may. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they come to you and say, oh my God, you got to help me, you got to help me. I can't make a decision. You know, you can get very, very busy with other things and just say, oh, okay, soon I'll, I'll get there, but I'm working on this. And, mm-hmm. you know, just make yourself unavailable. Right. Yeah. You can try that. I mean, mm-hmm. even if 50% of their job you stop doing, it might show. Right. Yes. And then they may be forced to do something. So it's so, I don't know. I hope it's this is so helpful. hard. It's really hard. I would be looking. But, you, know, I'm a, I, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Um, right. 
I, I, I was going to ask about these other three people that also took the time mm-hmm. yeah. to document. Is it worth having last. a conversation with them? Or should you all four, you know, after work, you know, come yeah. together and say, what the heck, you know? What should yeah. we do? Should we all four go together and talk to the boss? Well, I think you right. should. But I bet they're not going to last. Right. People don't want it. It's, it's very discouraging. Yeah. Right. Well, also because a truly ineffective boss, which is what this sounds like, it stops you from doing good work. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't, right. you can't succeed. You can't move up anywhere because you're busy kind of either covering for them or flailing around under their poor management. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's not a good way to spend your day <laughs> working in an environment like that. Right, I can imagine. You're only, you're, you know, they are... Um, you can only go so far, right? Exactly. Because of their limitations, it exactly. limits you. That's yeah, right. Yeah, and when you have the... I mean, the thing that really strikes me is that when... It takes courage, I think, mm-hmm. always to fill out a 360 review or mm-hmm. any sure. evaluation. Yeah. So when you take that risk... Mm. You want to be. You want to be seen. You want to be shown that it was worth it. Right. Whereas this just feels like insult to injury. Mm-hmm. Any insult to injury. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so let's look at it from um, a different perspective now. How mm-hmm. can managers in, um, encourage and be open to receiving 360? Because it's hard for me to believe that this manager thought that nothing came up. Like right. it's just hard for me to believe. But they probably were relieved. Yes. Mm. Yes. So as a manager, and if your company decides they want to do this, it's important that you want to hear this feedback. And Mm -hmm. for most individuals that are really good at what they do and are striving and are constantly growing, otherwise they get bored, they are usually very open. So it's a state of mind of um, having a growth attitude about your career, Mm -hmm. having a state of mind where you're always into growth. And if you're not, and you're listening to this or suggesting, you may want to adapt that. But, you know, any feedback, even if it's negative, may sting, but I've never seen people not grow from it. Right. It's always good for you to understand what your weaknesses are. Yes. In the workplace. Uh Yeah. And I think that is, it is a mindset. Right. You have to get to a place where you understand that feedback, no matter what, is going to help you. That yeah. It's helping you. It's not yep. hurting you. Right. Right. Well, it's only going to further you. And, you know, you may have to take some classes or you may have to get an executive coach. Who knows? Or you may not. Maybe it's just the feedback that you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And your manager can support you in changing. It's usually a behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And there, there's always action steps you can take to improve, and maybe it's the feedback you needed to know you shouldn't be in this career, mm. which you probably are suspecting. Uh-huh. But I think this kind of feedback is really effective. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're feeling trapped, if you're feeling like, well, no, they hate me, so they're going to say all these things there may be a reason <laughs> why they hate you. And there may be things that you have to learn and you have to grow, you have to grow around. Right. Right. And the other thing to consider is if you work for a company that's saying we encourage 360 
360 reviews, mm-hmm. then chances are if you get if you do receive some negative feedback, they're also going to be pondering how to help you improve your management style, right? right. You're not doing this just to you know, hang you out to dry. We're doing this to improve the entire situation of the company. It's it's a they think it's a safe way to find out what you're doing wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, if you feel that it's just nasty and that none of it is true, then it's probably not the right organization for you because there's some kind of distrust going on. There's something mm. not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because in general, these things are done anonymously. Right. Yes. So, I mean, you know, maybe if you have a small department, you know, it came from maybe <laughs> one of two, but it doesn't matter. Um, why would they be saying this if they, if it, there wasn't some truth to it? Right. So, you know, th- Developing a state of mind of growth mm-hmm. only makes you a better professional mm-hmm. and creates you into a candidate who can earn more money, maybe be promoted, maybe get a better job. Right. I think, though, the other thing that you're uh, pointing to is that you have to also send that message out there, right? That we can we can inadvertently communicate that we don't want to hear anything mm-hmm. or that we can't handle bad news mm-hmm. or that if anyone criticizes you, you'll, you're out to get them. I know that's a right. big fear for staff, right? Which mm-hmm. is if I tell the truth, they'll figure out who said it and they'll They'd, come right. after me. Right. Yeah. That's right. So you really have to be, it's not just being willing to receive information, but conveying that you are open. Right. And that you that you're you're gonna take it constructively as opposed to personally. Right. You know, I've seen many of my clients get negative feedback and maybe even if not all of it was honest, some people mm-hmm. had a vind- vindictive attitude or maybe mm-hmm. they um just saw her or saw this person in a different light. It still was useful to yeah. know that you're being perceived that way, that that there is that perception out there is honest. And mm-hmm. and it may not be everyone that sees you that way, but some do. Mm-hmm. And you should know that. Right. And monitor yourself or, um, you know, don't hire people like that anymore. <laughs> Try not to surround yourself with people like that. Mm-hmm. But you should always understand, okay, I'm in one of those situations. Let me temper that. Right. Yeah. So I, I think this, this is, could be very, very helpful, but you have to think that way. Right. You have to believe that it's helpful. And I think what you're saying about coming from a place of growth and improvement, self-improvement, mm-hmm. that you really are interested in being your better self. I know mm-hmm. it's interesting because I'm thinking about, you know, the thing of embracing your strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we ran business groups, we used to always talk about that for the business owner. Like you really do want to know your weaknesses yeah. right. because then you're going to, you need support in dealing with them so right. that they and don't it, hurt your business. I mean, as a business owner, your weaknesses are your company's weaknesses. That's, so right. that, that's where it's really painful. But if you're an employee, you can hide out. Yes, you right. can. And you can get people to compensate for you. But mm-hmm. if it's your own business... You're bad at finances. Your finances are going to be in trouble. So, you have you really that's like a that's like such a course in self awareness. Yeah, sure. being your yeah. own your own boss. Yeah. But many people have worked at home and they've had to really look at themselves. In you know they've really <laughs> on a lot, Zoom and other places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so so tired of that Zoom look. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I know it's too much already looking at myself. So anyway. Um, <laughs> 
I think this is adapting a mindset. Sure. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really what it is. That's what we're talking about. Right. I agree. So that's it for this podcast. If you have further comments or thoughts and we would love to hear them, tweet us at askk 2 Also follow us on Instagram at mycrazyoffice. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office. That's all one word, My Crazy Office at 228-28. And finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy. <laughs>